The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Young Wearing a Vest, a.k.a. Mr. You Might Hear My Fan Going in the Background, a.k.a. Mr. Already Wears Shorts Year-Round, so that's not even a discussion, a.k.a. Mr. I'm Always Very Hot, even in South Shields, so I'm dreading going on a holiday next week. A.K.A. Mr. Summertime Sadness. A.K.A. The sunshine in your life. Your fucking boy. Jack Fox. And it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. And we back... And your boy's back on his solo pod bullshit. That's right. Took a break for a couple of weeks. Came back with a football chat episode. Then came back again with an episode with Miss America, Christina, while she was here. Then she's fucked off and left us. And I'm just here. Romadolo for another regular old episode. But the bad news is... Hair fever is having my life. And my eyes are very itchy. Uh, how's it going? Been a minute. Han it. Been a minute. I've had a fucking... I'm still... Re- I mean, it's, it's Monday when I'm recording this. And I've had a fucking crazy weekend. Uh, lots of driving. Three gigs. Uh, did a gig in Prudo on Friday. A comedy show. In... Comedy's mad, right? Because I think it's the the most unique of the things that I do. Like everybody's in a band, everybody performs music, everybody you know people have people have wrote raps before, but comedy's like so unique. Like to do it properly, like like some people have tried open mics and give it up, but like I was in like the trenches on Friday night. Like I was in I was in a a place called Buddy's Tea Room in Prudo. Now on the poster of the gig, it was sold out. And I was playing the show with my good friend Jake Donaldson, who was MC, did a very good job. My good friend Mike Wardley in the middle who did a very good job. And Karis Gibson, the first time I met her, she did a very good job also in the middle. I was opening the show, which was very nice. Long story short, if you don't know if you're opening the show or if you're closing the show, you get more money. I'm all about them bags, racks, checks, euros, the Nero, dollars, you already know that. And headlining the show was Britain's Got Talent winner, Lost Voice Guy. So we're in this place called Buddy's Tea Room in Prudo, and it's sold out, and Lost Voice Guy's on the poster, and I'm like, well, here we'll fucking go, lads, I've arrived, and I turn up, and it's it's just, it's literally a cafe, and it's sold out, but that's like, what, 50 people in? But that's fucking great. If you're not selling out comedy clubs, sell out small rooms in tiny villages that'll really appreciate having comedy there. Some of the reviews 
from the audience members afterwards, they were really pleased that we came. This is all through felt now that we came there because nothing like that happens in Prado. Now, I didn't want to talk about any of this really, but it's just what's on my mind. So that was Friday. Then Saturday, uh, I had the pleasure of playing at Gila Palooza, and boy, let me tell you, nothing quite divides the crowd like a Jack Fox set at an all-day, all-ages music festival. So you've got indie bands on, singing nice tunes with nice harmonies, and a band with a saxophone and a keys player and then immediately i'm like testing testing is this mic on cool her pussy looks like a sideways cheeseburger like like come on aaron live if you listen to this love you man but this one's on you no i'm kidding it was very very nice people had very very nice things to say about us uh to say to me rather i should say after the show it was very very nice a good experience to play my first festival I really enjoyed it. Um, and then last night, Sunday, I was I was hosting a quiz in Whitley Bay. And frankly, the less said about that, the better. But you know how your boy does when he's out for them racks, checks, deniros, dollar, euros, packs, etc. Um, also, Hive Mind were in the studio... Uh, over this last week, recording some new songs, and I made the very grave. See, when you when you're in a band and you go into the recording studio, you record instruments separately. So uh, when you're and, and also when you're playing, you don't. It's not like when you play a set, you play song after song after song. You'll do a take, you'll have a listen. You might only then go back in and redo the chorus. You know, what I mean? like it's not as full on as people might think. So there's a lot of downtime in the studio. Which equates to sitting on the couch or chair in the studio and just listening to this song that you're trying to record over and over again. And then that equates to shall we go to the shop and get studio snacks in. Now studio snacks is a big important factor of being in the recording studio. And we recorded at the Bunker in Sunderland and if you know the Bunker in Sunderland then you'll know about the shop that is Ledger's in Sunderland which is just around the corner from the studio. And I went to Ledger's. Got the crisps, got the chocolate, decided to get myself a drink. Now, we all know, we all know how I feel about drinks. Not, not not alcoholic drinks, just refreshing drinks. And by now, we should all know and have a firm grip on the fact that I believe Pepsi Max is the only sip that counts. Okay? It's goated. It's up there. It's number one. I, I get through my fair amount of Pepsi Max. In the house, at least. The two-litre bottle in the fridge when it's ice cold. Get fucked. You can't get a better drink than that. Studio snacks. Different environment. Wanting my taste buds to feel different things. I'm looking at the fridge. I'm staring. There is Pepsi Max there. That's my plan B. Should the rest of the fridge not look sufficient enough, my plan B is I'm heading straight for the Pepsi Max. I'll peruse the rest of the fridge, see what other options we have. I did notice a Ribena. Wasn't necessarily feeling in a juice sort of mood. Still wanted something kind of fizzy. Regular Coke can suck my fucking dick. It tastes like shit. Diet Coke... It's okay, it's a bit weak though. Pepsi Max still winning. And then I see it. Sitting on nice and pretty. Top shelf, middle. Plenty plenty of bottles left. The outsider's choice. The underdog of the 
Soda World. Dr. Pepper. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. He's bringing Dr. Pepper back, everybody. He's done it. Your boy's bringing it back into fashion. Your boy's bringing Dr. Pepper back to the masses. Your boy, he grabs those flaming Hot Monster Munch, the grab bags. He grabs a Snickers, the duo pack. He grabs a Dr. Pepper. Studio snacks on deck. Drums are recorded first. The rest of the day, he's chilling out. He's listening to Cy play bass. He's listening to Steve play guitar. He's listening to Georgia sing like a fucking angel doing vocal harmonies, la la la. Then he might put some percussion on the end. But in the interim, while he's chilling out, I'm going to be crunching on those fucking flaming hot monster munch and i'm gonna be glugging on dr pepper i'm gonna feel a nice refreshed chilled out happy environment i get back to the studio i sit my ass down i open that dr pepper i take the first sip the only sip that counts glug 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 i look at the bottle tragedy Dr. Pepper Zero. Shit. Dr. Pepper Zero. No sugar. Zero added colorants. Zero sugar. Zero point in me living anymore. Here is a list of things I would rather do than take another drink of Dr. Pepper Zero. First of all, let's clear this up. Dr. Pepper, as I've said, the outside choice, the underdog choice, it's already clutching at straws. It's already low-hanging fruit. I'm willing to give it an opportunity. Don't fucking disguise yourself, Dr. Pepper, as a Dr. Pepper Zero by having the white on your label on the bottom side of where you normally advertise at the front of a fridge. You understand? Don't you fucking sneaky motherfuckers. Here is a list of things I would rather do than take one more sip of a Dr. Pepper Zero. Number one on that list. Anything. End of list. Bullshit. Ruined my whole experience in the studio. I was so disappointed. And look... Some of you are thinking, well, Jack, why didn't you go back? Why don't you just go back, spend that extra money, either get a Dr. Pepper normal or then splash out for your plan B, the beloved, trustworthy Pepsi Max. You know what it was? You know what it was, listener? Let me tell you, listener. I was too heartbroken. You know what I settled for? You know what I settled for? water now we all know how i feel about water i love water i could live on water well i mean everybody could i could live on just drinking water and just eating cereal but i don't think you're fully understanding the 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 heaviness of the part that studio snacks plays in the environment of being in the recording studio and that my friends is what is truly, truly heartbreaking about this story. And with that, it's time for a quick word 
from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by recording with a fan in the background. Simply too hot for you to turn the fan off for at least half an hour. Don't really give a fuck about your listeners. Then just record with a fan on in the background. Don't worry about that slight rumbling or that slight noise throughout the entire broadcast. It's clear that you don't care about your listeners. Alright, while I've got you here, um, not much going on, but tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday, I'm going to be at Bobix in Jesmond with Felt Out for the Felt Tips gig, and then going on holiday, me and Christina are going on holiday to Italy for a week, and then I'll be back with a whole bunch of dates, I've got loads of gigs coming up in July, uh, I'll let you know when and where, but if you're listening to this on Thursday, Bobix in Jesmond, come see the show! Me and Christina are going on holiday. It's the first time I've been on an actual holiday for a long time. I wasn't just going over to America to see Christina. Oh, actually, I'm quite nervous, but I'm really excited because I'm going to go to Italy. I'm just going to eat my fucking. Spend the whole time just eating pizza and eating cheese and eating pasta and just going to drink wine. But we're not going to drink wine. I'm going to hopefully. I'm definitely not going to drink so many. Dr. Pepper Zero. That tastes like fucking shit. But I'm really excited to go to Italy. I'm going to go see all the touristy things. Because we are going to Rome eventually, but I'm also going to go to the Tower of Peace. I'm going to see the Tower of Peace. I'm going to try and lean against it like all the other tourists. It's going to be very hard, but I'm prepared for it. I'm going to stay in the pool for most of the time. It's going to be very hard. And we're back. Uh, I do apologise for the fan going, but frankly, I should have I should have got Christina to confirm how hot my bedroom actually is. When it's like it, it is hot in general, you know, it's fucking June and it? it's nearly July, but like it's so hot in my bedroom. But whatever, I see the neither here nor there. Um, uh, I got a couple of things. I don't know, man. I kind of lo- I kind of lost my judge. Uh, for podcast, there was a time. I mean, we're in seventy odd episodes in, so there was a time probably around like the, like in the thirties, forties, fifties episode, like episodes where I really felt like it was like a, you know, I, I had momentum and I could talk about anything for any length of time. But I don't know. In the, in the last while, I've just kind of lost my judge for it. I think it's because I've, I've been so in like music mode, like hive mind are really gearing up to do more stuff uh, soon. Um, I should have probably promoted that in the advert, but Hive Mind, we announced our first headline gig um, this year. Our first headline gig this year, yeah. Uh, obviously, our first headline gig since Cy joined, Cy Brown. Um, that's going to be at the end of July. We're going to have some new, uh, exclusive, we're going to have some new songs coming out before then as well, if 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 everything falls into place. But um, I'll talk about that when, when, we, get, when we get there. Um so yeah, man, I don't know, I kind of I lost my... I, I still enjoy doing this podcast, and I, I just had to take a little break, because I just felt like I didn't have anything to talk about, uh, and I felt like every episode I was just talking about what gigs I did that week, which is kind of what I set the podcast up for, but I didn't feel like I was being funny enough, I just kind of felt like I was complaining loads, or just telling you stories, and that's not what I wanted to be funny as well, you know? Um, so there we go, anyways, but... Um, yeah, I did Gila Palooza Fest this week, and it was really fun. But I'm, man, I'm, I'm fucking getting old, man. I used to go to gigs like that, gigs like that. I used to go to all day music festivals like that all the time when I was in my teens, you know. And um, I was fortunate enough at Gila Palooza, I parked right across the road from the venue. Uh, I took me and my friend Miller went, and I parked right across the road from the venue. And just every now and then, I just go back to the car for a break and just having to sit down. Fucking hell, man, I'm getting old. Um, 
one thing one thing I did see, all the bands and acts were fucking phenomenal. Every band that I saw, there was food on, it was so well ran, it only ran a little bit over time, which is just phenomenal considering the amount of bands and, and planning it was to take. And, um, everything was great, the weather was great for it, all good. One thing I did see which absolutely fascinated me, absolutely fascinating, it's nothing, don't cancel us, don't come for us for this. But I saw, I can't remember what band were on. A band were on, they were very good. Everybody was dancing, everybody was having a good time. And I saw two women kissing, like making out. But it was clearly like the first time that they'd done that. You know, like if, if you're in a nightclub and you see two people getting off with each other and they've clearly like just started to dance and they've just, that's like their first kiss. Like they've just, you know, just met up in the club. Like, like they haven't been like, they're not like on a date or anything. They've just met up and kissed. This was clearly that, but it was with two women, or at least two. They look like women. Like you can never be fucking sure, can you? But the, you know, they were dressed. And I was. It, it's a question that I'm sure. I'm sure people who are bisexual or gay or part of the LGBTQ community get asked all the time: Is how do you know other people are interested in you or the or of that are of the same sex, right? And these guys just fucking knew it for sure because they were fucking and I wasn't like pervert on them or anything I was just they were right in front of us I just thought they were just having a dance wrong of me don't touch a book by its cover who knows what people are into who gives a fuck none of my fucking business but I was just like I, I maybe this is definitely saying more about me than about the two people who were involved in the tongue fighting match because fuck me but also that's another thing I'm pleased for them Sure, do what you're gonna do, but fucking hell, man, they were they're practically fucking shagging right in front of us. Like, I don't, I'll watch videos of that stuff online when I feel like it, but I'm at the minute I'm enjoying Dylan Cartledge. Like, do you mind? You know what I mean? I was just, I want, I kind of want to tap them on the shoulder and be like, how did you guys know that? Because if I just say turned around and started kissing my friend Miller, like, you would have been like, what's going on? I'd be like, oh. You know, I, I don't know, like, I feel, oh, I feel crazy, I don't know, I'm going to start kissing you. I, like, you know what I mean, like, how do you know, is there a, is there a sign that I'm unaware of, because I'm not part of that community? I don't know, I'd be interested to know, I just want to know, I just like knowing stuff. I think, I, I, do what you want to do, kiss who you want to kiss, fuck who you want to fuck, consensually, don't care. I would just like to know the signal, that's all. So there you go, I have that. Um, I've got, uh... Family over at the minute. From this is, I'm just rattling off subjects one after the other. Yeah, no correlation at all. Um, I've got family over from Australia um, at the minute, and they've came at like you know the time when there's a lot of um, rail strikes and plane strikes here in England, which is ironic because I'm fucking going on holiday on the weekend, and I'm also travelling to London to see, uh, pardon me, see the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the weekend. We'll see if that happens or not. Um. I've got yeah, I've got family over from Australia, and uh, one of my cousins got stuck in London. And uh, Sunday night, I went to see my cousin's mum's my auntie, I guess, who was in South Shields. Pulled up in the car. I wasn't getting out of the car because I was on my way out to a gig, but I wanted to pull over and say hi. I was dropping something off at their house. My, my auntie comes out. Hi, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. And then my auntie just launches into 
this is this is I don't get to see them enough. This is the first time I've seen them in like three, four years. I'm excited to see them, sure, but I was in a hurry. I was rushed. I'm thinking about the gig that I don't really want to do. I'm fucking knackered of Healapalooza the day before. I've got a I've got to fill up with petrol because the petrol crisis is fucked. I'm already running late. I've got all these things, and these guys want to talk fucking bullshit, small talk about. I'm happy to see them on a day where I've got nothing else on, but this one I was just like fuck's sake. So my auntie comes out. I'm not saying their names, right? My auntie comes out. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good to see you. Glad you made here. Yeah, fine. Then she just launches into the fact that my cousin is stuck in London. And the first thought that comes into my head is literally cut off the conversation and just say, didn't ask, and just drive off. But imagine the fucking divide that would... I haven't seen these people for like four years. They've travelled 24 plus hours. They've had flights cancelled. They couldn't get the trains back up. They had to drive up from London. They're fucking tired themselves. I'm on my way out. Like it's we shouldn't be meeting like this, but they insisted. Fine. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Glad you managed to get up to Newcastle safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your cousin's still stuck in London, but didn't ask. Just imagine the scenes, like the confusion. Like, I knew, I knew there'd be some sort of bullshit beef that they would pick out. Like, sort it out yourself. Sort it out yourself. We'll exchange pleasantries. We'll say hi. I'll give you a hug. I'm not getting out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car. We'll say hi. Where's my cousin? Washington, London. Fine. I asked. That's all the explanation I need. Straight away. Your cousin's stuck in London. Didn't care. Don't care. Didn't ask. speeds into the sunset but i'll just you know you know my aunties came home because it's her birthday on tuesday so imagine if i'd said that on sunday sped off into the sunset that on tuesday just turned up like happy birthday would have been would have been funny i probably if i was if it was somehow being recorded i would have done it to like dedicate myself to the bit but it wasn't being recorded so i just bottled it but i think that's um I think the phrase didn't ask can really be placed in the middle of any conversation you want to get out of. Any conversation you want to get out of. Even if you did ask, because then you could say, I didn't ask for that much detail and I don't really care that much. So I think going forward, all of us should just just have that in the back of your mind. If you're in a conversation that's going nowhere, or even if it is going somewhere, but the place it's going to, you don't want to be there. It's like... Getting on a megabus to Coventry. You don't want to be on that line, right? Just straight up cut off whoever you're talking to by shouting as loudly and as abrasive as you can. Didn't ask, and then just walk, walk, moonwalk, spin walk, ride off on a bike, ride off on one of those fucking scooters you can hire, drive off, fucking. Do the worm just fuck off and just leave them, leave them as stunned, as bored as you are. You know what I mean? Like if you're at a, a number ten bored, leave them at an eleven stunned. And what the fuck's just happened? That's my advice for this episode, and that's what I really, really wish I'd said to my auntie. Oh, she's stuck in a... Didn't ask. Yeah, throw in if you're really feeling spicy, throw in a little. Didn't ask. Fuck! Did he just? Did he just say didn't ask? Like I'm just trying to be. 
And then hopefully, hopefully, they'll learn. Cut the bullshit out. Get straight to the point. Time is money. Hurry the fuck up. Two, two big lessons this episode. Two big lessons. One, never under any circumstances drink Dr. Pepper Zero because it tastes like shit. Two, if you're ever in a conversation, you don't want to go. If you're ever heading to Coventry in a conversation, ask. Right? We got this. We got this. These are my people. You are my people. Enjoy it. Love it. Um, I saw on the new one last bit. I saw on the news a fella in a wheelchair that had climbed a mountain to raise money for the families that had lost people in the Manchester bombings that happened at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester a few years ago. Fine. No problem with people raising money for charities. Good for you. I wish I could be asked to do something for other people and I wasn't so selfish. However, look, you guys didn't ask for that. So I'm not going to that. Now I have an issue. Because a man in a wheelchair can't climb a mountain. By default, a man in a wheelchair can't climb a mountain. So there was footage of this guy in his wheelchair getting to the top of the mountain. Everybody applauded. Yeah, he did so great. He had a segment on the news. This brave man did this thing. Oh, he's done... I think he broke a record for the the longest a disabled person's ever gone on a, on a thing, up a mountain. Did he? Did he? Or did his friends climb the mountain... And carry him with... So should his friends be getting the recognition for not only doing the fucking inhumane thing of climbing a fucking mountain, but doing it and also having to pull an extra person along and a fucking wheelchair? Oh, Dave, guy in a wheelchair, man, he got up the top of the mountain. Daddy, though... Not... Look, he did. I've seen pictures of him at the top of the mountain. This guy, undoubtedly, is in a wheelchair and was on top of a mountain. Fine. How'd he get there? Because the press are saying he climbed up it. And frankly, I think his friends did. I think his friends climbed a mountain and also pulled him up a mountain. Which, to me, is more of an achievement than being pulled up a mountain by your friends and then claiming that you've done it for charity. Cancel me. Look, this pop, this podcast isn't popular enough for me to be cancelled. But I'm just putting it out there. He's brave and I'm glad he's raising money for charity. Good for him. Don't bullshit a bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Alright, fucking hell. Um... Okay, there'll be no podcast next week because I'm going on holiday and I'm practically switching my fucking phone off because I'm sick of it. Um, if I mean, go back and listen to all the episodes. Uh, I did the Jack Fox live album that's on Spotify. Um, uh, more Hive Mind stuff coming soon. Get a ticket for our headline gig. Look, look, and I'm all, I know I'm always flogging gigs on this thing, but 
this is going to be really good. This one, we're going to put our heart and soul into it. Independent, 30th of July, it's a Saturday night. We've got all the, the bands we're going to line up. We're going to confirm everything soon. We're going to have some new songs out. The new songs, look, just... You know, my songs, I take the piss, and the rap songs, that's such a niche market, but look, these hive mind songs, look, just fucking trust us, all right? Uh, thanks for listening, thanks for sticking with us. The numbers are still there, even though I took a break, people are still downloading, people are still listening to them, so I do appreciate it. Um, I don't want to go on holiday, and then I'll be back with hopefully some more funny stories to tell you about going to Italy with Christina. If anybody has any recommendations for where if we should go when we're in Rome, Pisa and Siena, any cool touristy spots or any food things we should get because I'm looking forward to eating my weight in cheese, then give us a shout. But until then, peace and love and all that shit. And I'll see you on the other side. Alright, thanks for listening. Love you. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Yo, simmer down. When I perform, the whole vibe of the event is a doubt because I always tend to split the crowd. One half loves it, I see them kick and shout, and the other half hate it. But fuck them. Kick them out! <laughs>